And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. Well, I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Yes, we are. We're bringing some of that music from the back roads of America. It's all Americana. That's true. That's true. In fact, sometimes at the beginning of these programs, it's only fair for us to explain what Americana music is. At least in our definition. In our definition, yeah. yeah. And uh, there are a lot of different definitions, but uh, we describe it as music with distinctive American roots. Exactly. So having said that, it could be jazz. It could be rock. It could be folk. It could be soul. It could be uh, rockabilly. It could be R&B. Uh, it could even be classical. It could be classical. It could be country. It could be opera. It could be opera. Yeah. In fact, we've done some opera. And we have. We may have to do a little bit more. But the general gist is, if it's, we can trace it back to an American root of some sort, it's fair game. So uh, the general format of the show is pretty loose. <laughs> it's pretty uh, loose. But we each show up every week with a fistful of tunes that we have not disclosed to the other one. And we Correct. parse them out one at a time. And we also take turns starting the show. And I started last week, Leo, so you're up. Well, you know, last week you featured, or maybe two, I can't remember when exactly I did it. You featured uh, some music by Lambert Hendricks and Ross. Yeah, been a few episodes. Right. But, it's been mm-hmm. a, and, uh, of course, they were, uh, they were a, a jazz group, a vocal group. Now, they used, they used a lot of uh, background instrumental stuff on their albums and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But they, of course, that style that they did is called vocalese. And vocalese is when they take a, maybe an instrumental tune uh, that was written without lyrics at all and just featured horns and you know saxophones and whatever, and they would duplicate those famous leads and stuff vocally. Uh-huh. In a lot of cases, they actually went back and wrote lyrics that weren't there, of course, in the original, and that becomes part of the song, too. So it's like scat with structure. Scat with structure. That's yeah. that's a good definition of it. Yeah. Now, so you like I said, you featured Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. They were mm-hmm. pioneers. Well, I'm going to feature another band uh, from 1986 recording, a band called Manhattan Transfer. Oh, yeah. Remember them? Oh, they're great. And this particular cut I'm going to feature also features now uh, John Hendricks from Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. Cool. Right? Who is credited with writing the lyrics for this vocalese. Oh, neat. Okay. And uh, there's another guy named, his name is uh, Frank Paparelli. Um, he's also a co-author on this thing. Okay. But it also features Bobby McFerrin. Oh, yeah. Now, keep in mind that this cut is no instruments at all. So Bobby is doing that body thumping in his chest and stuff and mm-hmm. doing these high lead vocals and whatever. Anyway, it's a great way to kick the day, I think. And uh, Manhattan Transfer from 1986, Another Night in Tunisia. Oh, <laughs> 
Living in the middle, and you like some illusion on the illusion. You've got to figure out a way how to go. Instead of moving on ahead, when you wake up a little bit, the fascinating desert for your bed. How exciting, such a lush poetic sight. Follow lots of the desert with a rare exotic mystery. Night. How you gonna be the first one? Fell to the chant of the noising. How you gonna be the first one? Here's your regular occurrence. Get off with the camel's back. Put your antenna, play your hat down. Ready to dream of what you like. Meanwhile, you're quietly sleeping soundly. voices and that. just you know what they can make with their bodies man it's pretty interesting yeah that's that's awesome man that's just uh that's really basic stuff right basic there. stuff you're not leaning on you know uh we played a, a deal on last week's show um the dr hook lost yeah. tapes right right which right. is one guy one guitar which it always impresses me yep that's even something more there you go so, yeah cool well, listen, that was my, let's get this show going here. You're up. You know, it, it occurred to me that uh, we really haven't, uh, I don't believe we have done any Cajun music mm, up to this point. I'd have to think, but... That you, may or may not be true. You might be right, yeah. But uh, we've got a perfect opportunity here. As okay. you recall, uh, last week, in last week's episode, um, uh, I featured a tune by the Red Stick Ramblers. Yeah, right. Red Stick being French for B- Baton, Baton Rouge, Rouge, right? Or actually, I'll the other way around. <laughs> you know You're, what I mean. I got you. Okay, so you are um, backwards talking, but I get it. <laughs> but what I uh, it, when I was talking about the Red Stick Ramblers, uh, I talked about how um, in 2006 they disbanded. Right. Okay. Uh, there were six of them, and oh, you said five sixth. Five sixth of the band got back together. Went, went on to start a new band called the Revelers. Okay. Okay, so we're going to feature a song by them. Uh, they're uh, composed of, f- of founding members of the Red Stick Ramblers and the Pine Leaf Boys. And they play, you know, Cajun Zydeco, Swamp Pop, and Americana, they say. There is no leader. Everyone sings and writes music. 
And uh, so anyway, I thought this would be, it's a, it's just fun. Cajun music, man. Cajun music is, is a great Gotta love format. It. Gotta love it. So let's give this one a listen. It is called Who, Who, Yeah, You. Take no prisoners. Yeah, man. It's in your face. No kidding. That wow. is some fun music. Great tune. Great All tune. Right. Well, cool. Well, Leo, I think it's uh, back to you. I heard. I first heard this song uh, from an album when it first came out um, back in 1974. And the album, I always loved the name of the album. It was called What Once Were Vices Are Now Habits. <laughs> 
It's That's a Doobie good. Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Oh, awesome. So here's the thing. I remember the first time I heard this song, I was driving down the road somewhere, and they were playing it on the radio, and I go, that is really, really a cool song. And the name of the song is Blackwater. Oh, yeah. Love that. It's a great tune. Now, here's it. Here's, I'm not going to play the original version. Uh, on the original version, though, Arlo Guthrie is credited as playing wind chimes and auto harp. Wow. Which I, I, did, I, I was trying, well, do I wonder the original? Because that's pretty cool. But this, this version I'm going to play today is actually um, pretty cool. But by way of history, Blackwater is one of the few rec- records by any act released as a B-side to another hit 100 before topping that same chart as a B-side. Oh, wow. So wow. the song's got stuff going. But anyway, at the, at the end of it, um, there's this great uh, kind of a round that goes, you know? Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. You know where we're going that, with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this particular recording was actually recorded just uh, in 2020 in April. And about the time everybody else was sitting at home because they couldn't go out and play gigs. Right. They did it uh, online. And they, uh, they actually, John Cowan, yeah, who we know from you know Newgrass Revival, Newgrass Revival, and others. He's playing bass and singing some vocals on this thing. So anyway, it's just a great rendition of a good song, is recorded recently. But let's hear it. it's a modern version of the Doobie Brothers doing Blackwater.
tune then it's still a great tune yeah that's cool and you know on the video which i found on youtube uh it shows that there was a lot of group participation there were people from all over the country yeah uh singing that acapella th- stuff at the end so it's fun uh we'll put the link up on our website on our website so com. yeah they go look at that video it's a good one that's great yeah you know th- one thing that's happened uh, in this past year is people have gotten real creative about that stuff and we may not have been forced into doing that before so and, and that's true and I, I think there's been a lot of creativity added to it yeah. now everybody's just doing what they can absolutely well leo i think we've used up uh, all our time on this segment yeah tomorrow's moving day as usual that's right we need to go out and uh check down make everything's uh, clean up good yeah make, settle up with the camp operators right. here you know yeah. these are nice people by the way they are nice people they've been very kind to us so they have. Yeah. so let's clean the place up a little bit and get in here and we'll uh, come in with another set we'll be right back with the uh, the americana road show right here on truckers, truckers radio, radio usa, USA. we're back here at the shady grove uh, the shady grove rb park right here in theodore alabama theodore alabama yeah, so, uh, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriers, uh, you know, why is it that you travel around all these Shady Grove RV parks and uh, move from one to the next? We're and, like little gypsies. Well, there's a reason for that. Because, well, tell well, them. Well, our compadres right here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah, and uh, so they have a nice place to broadcast from. Right. And, uh, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Dime at our ranch. Right. Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swing and Gate Ranch, mm-hmm. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch, right, and of course Oren Friesen has the Rock, Rock and Banjo, Banjo Ranch. Yeah, and we've got this uh, an, old RV, RV. <laughs> but she, it's okay. She's a good old RV. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we get to see a lot of the countryside, and that's kind of what Americana's about, right? That's right for us, at least. Yeah. And so we've been just uh, doing this thing and taking turns back and forth. That's right. And I think when we uh, finished the last segment, I was the last guy up. Am That's I right? right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means you're up. What do you I got? A guy by the name of Lloyd Estelle Copas. Isn't that a great name? It is. Uh, his his uh, uh, performance name was Cowboy Copas. Okay, Cowboy okay. Copas. He was born in 1913, and uh, he started uh, playing on the radio when he was like 14 years old. Wow. And as a lot of those guys did, that was kind of the early part of their career, these radio programs. But he got his uh, big break in 1942. 
three when he replaced Eddie Arnold as a vocalist in the Pee Wee King Band. Oh, wow. So that was a big a hit. And big he, career move. And he became a regular on the Grand Old Opry. So his first solo single was Filipino Baby in 1946, and it hit number four on the Billboard country chart. And then he kind of leveled out a little bit, but in 1960, he came out with the biggest hit of his career, Alabama. Okay. And that and they remained number one for three solid months. So he has a Kansas City connection, but kind of in a sad way. In uh, March 3, 1963, Copas, Patsy Cline, Hawkshaw uh, Hawkins, and mm. others performed at a benefit concert uh, near your, your place at the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Hall in Kansas City, Kansas. Right. And on March 5th, they left for Nashville on a Piper Comanche piloted by Copas' son-in-law, who is also... Klein's manager. Yep. And the plane went down. Yeah. And there were no Sad survivors. Story, yeah. yeah. But uh, but anyway, so you might think it'd be a good idea to do his only number one hit. And I was tempted to, but I was drawn. No, that's just too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> and you know how, uh, you know, we uh, a few episodes ago, uh, we did a... Uh, a murder ballad polka. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So this kind of falls, it's not a polka, but it's kind of like a happy, sad song, right? It's from a, the album Tragic Tales of Love and Romance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is a great one. <laughs> okay. And the name of the song by Cowboy Copas is Tragic Romance. Nestled in the heart of the Tennessee Hills Midst peaceful pines, midst the rocks and the rills There stands my old homestead of long, long ago It brings back fond memories of one I love so I courted a maiden so sweet and so fair With heavenly eyes and chestnut brown hair She told me she loved me and said she'd be mine but I went away, leaving her there behind I'll tell you the reason why I left her there To roam this old world with its sorrow and care I saw her one night in the arms of a man Hugging and kissing like true lovers can I went to my home with a heart filled with woe I packed my belongings determined to go For many long years this whole world I did roam With thoughts of my darling, my sweetheart, my home In the arms of my sister so tight She loved you so dearly But you broke her heart Poor stranger from her Evermore you must part 
So there you go. That's a happy little sad song. <laughs> Jeez. It's misleading. Oh, brother. Hey, Leo, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, we have a little celebration today. Oh, you're right. This is our 26th episode. 26th, half so, a year. Yeah, so we have made it a half a year flying wow. under the radar, and they haven't figured it out Haven't yet. found us yet. Yeah. Okay. So I got you something. Oh, let me, what'd you get me? Well, go ahead, open it. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Open it. Yeah, I'm going to open it. <laughs> oh, well, shoot, Roger, the least I could do is, I was thinking about you, too, so... I'm, I was thinking about me, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here you go. Congratulations. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, Leo. Well, I think it's back to you. Boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to... That ginger ale just gets right up your nose, right doesn't it? right up my it? nose, man. Yeah. It's all sparkly and everything. I get it. I'm going to... I'm going to... I, I was researching... It's easy for you to say. It's not easy. Okay, slow down. I was researching something completely different. And, and, I'll, and I'll feature it maybe later in the program, but I started backing into this thing, and I ran across a singer um, named Julie London. Yeah. Julie London was an amazing gal. She was born in 1926, and um, she, uh, she was known for her kind of sultry, laid-back voice. She was a pretty interesting lady. Um, she, was, uh, she was discovered as a, uh, first as an actress, though. Her first career was an actress. She was actually discovered as an elevator operator. Wow. And they, uh, it says that London was discovered while working as an elevator operator in downtown L.A. And uh, she went on for 35 years, you know, her entire career, which, like I said, gets pretty interesting towards the end there. But she, did, she was in a lot of Western movies um, with, uh, like, uh, Rock Hudson in a, in a movie called The Fat Man and with Robert Taylor and John Cassavetes and Saddle of the Wind and Gary Cooper and wow. Robert Mitchum. I mean, she was on screen a lot. With everybody. And the woman was really very attractive. I mean, she, uh, she was like a pinup girl, mm-hmm. attractive. Anyway, so she got divorced to a guy named Jack Webb. She got divorced to a guy? She got, well, that, okay. She get, first she married him, and then okay. she got divorced from him. There you go. Jack Webb, you remember him? Uh, he was in uh, oh, yeah. Dragnet. Dragnet. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And uh, remember, he had his own production company. Remember at the end of Dragnet, this hand would come down with a big hammer, and it'd go, bam. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it would pull it back, and it said, Mark Seven. Well, that was his own production company. Oh, I didn't know that. So he had her under contract where they were doing all this stuff. Well, later on, they divorced. And she got married, but that I'm getting ahead of myself because that's going to be part of another little little rabbit hole I'm going to okay. go down. So I just figured she she was a pretty interesting lady in that her voice was not really huge. Uh, she described it. Uh, she said it's only a thimbleful of a voice. Wow! And she said I have to use it close to the microphone, but it is kind of a oversmoked voice. She described herself that way. Interesting. And it just automatically sounds intimate. Cool. So this was her first really big hit, um, and the uh, it was recorded on Liberty Records. Wow. So Liberty is what we're going to touch on a little bit later. Okay. But in the meantime, this is a beautiful song, Julie London, uh, and it's called Cry Me a River. Cry me a river 
cry me a river I cried a river over you Being so untrue Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you You drove me, nearly drove me Out of my head While you never shed a tear Remember, I remember all that you said Told me love was too plebeian Told me you were through with me And now you say you love me Just to prove you do Come on and cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you That's sultry. Yeah. Now, here, That's nice. here's kind of an interesting postscript to this song. Um, she released her uh, last uh, studio album in 1969. Okay. Okay. And she was established with a, a company called Liberty Records, which I mentioned earlier. All right. But uh, starting in 1972, she had kind of a resurrection of her career where she played the, the starring lead, female lead, in a television show uh, called Emergency. Okay. All right. Remember with the uh, ambulances and everything right. and the firemen? And the funny thing about, by then she was, uh, had been divorced from Jack Webb and was remarried to her current husband, Bobby Troop, who played also the emergency room doctor in that show. Now, interesting, the show was produced by Jack Webb. Wow. So just keeping it all in the family. I guess. Kind of interesting. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's all I have on that one. It's your turn. What do you got? Uh, remember, I've featured a couple times songs from the Minnesota Beatles project. Yeah, those guys. Recall? Oh, that's great music. Yeah, and and I believe there were five of them. Uh, but they uh, it, the the company that produced them was called Vega Productions, and I believe it was all out of Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis. And they they use contemporary bands to recreate Beatles tunes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a lot of roots, a lot of folk type of stuff. And so I've already done a couple of them, but uh, this is one uh, from a band called um, Pert Near Sandstone. (laughs) And uh, they are out of the Minneapolis area, Um, Minneapolis, St. Paul, bluegrass, newgrass kind of thing. They're part of the Minnesota root scene. Um, It includes contemporaries, uh, Charlie Parr, 
And remember, we featured uh, Charlie Parr doing Rocky Raccoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same okay. collection. Right, right, right. Uh, Trampled by Turtles. Yep. Uh, so, and matter of fact, um, uh, Ryan Young, who was a former member, now is with Trampled by Turtles. So, anyway, they, they run in that uh, circle quite a bit. But it's a, it's a fun rendition of a Beatles tune, and, and I love it. Uh, it's called uh, I Am the Walrus.
Roger, I got to tell you something. This makes a great statement of something we've always said about the Beatles. What's that? Their music is easily interpreted. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the way the songs are structured and the way they're put together, you can... I mean, I've heard it done straight ahead bluegrass. I've done, heard it done swing. But, oh, yeah, blues. But that yeah. is, yeah. But that's a particularly good yeah. <laughs> rendition of that song. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah, nice choice. Well, Leo, I think we're about out of time for this, this segment. Now, t- time to wrap this one up and Wait, uh, yep. get get, uh, get everything's put together. So in the meantime, we are the, the Derriers coming to you from Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. We're, we're backing into the third set. Yeah, because that's what we do. We back up. We back up, yeah. yes. So uh, we'd like to use this part of the show to uh, suggest that you go check out our websites, thederrieres.com. Or our band website, threetrailswest.com, with the number three. Yeah. Yep. And uh, there are uh, there's a lot of content there. There's content. Yeah. We, we post a lot of videos, things that uh, we've done, and then things that are uh, go along with our show. And links to other YouTubes of yeah. videos that, you know, that songs we that we about. talk about. Right, right. Yeah. So go take a look. See yeah. if there's anything fun there There's for a you. lot of content there. A lot of content. And you will be contented, contented. after you visit there. That's right. So, and uh, there are contact us uh, tabs at uh, both of our websites, or you can contact us directly at our fancy new uh, email address. Right. My, my address is leo at thederriers.com. And mine is roger at thederriers.com. No D in Roger. That's correct. So we'd love to hear from you. Also, at our website, you can download uh, any of our past episodes and listen at your leisure. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the Derriers. Yes. You know, it occurs to me that by using our website name, the Derriers, it kind of makes people have to learn how to spell it. That's true. Which is the same thing that happened when we started going to Albuquerque. Exactly. So <laughs> feel our pain, folks. Feel the feel pain. Feel you the know, burn. We had an interesting uh, email uh, in this past week, uh, a, a, a Facebook acquaintance of yours, a guy named Denny Finn. Yeah, Denny. Finally went and listened to an episode. He built these incredible gypsy wagon stages, man. It's really yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. But he said, your show made me think the Tappet Brothers meets... The Fireside Theater. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty descriptive. Well, it was kind of surprising yeah. to hear, but I like it. I could deal with that. All right. Well, Leo, I think that uh, it's your turn. I'm going to kind of continue with something that I started with last set. Remember okay. I was talking about mm-hmm. Julie London? Okay. Well, our friend Jeff Davidson yeah. uh, said, you know, here's a song you guys might want to consider doing. Well, that's what Set me down the rabbit hole that led me to Julie London first. So I'm going to backtrack now. Wow. I'm still going to be in a rabbit hole, but stay with me here. So we talked about Liberty Records. Yes. Okay. So uh, keep in mind that uh, Julie London had her big hit with them in 1955. By 1958, the bottom had just fallen out from Liberty Records. And they were on the verge of going bankrupt at that point. The label was going to disappear completely. Uh, but it's kind of interesting because a guy named uh, Ross uh, Bagdasarian, I think is how you pronounce the name, uh, he showed up and he said, I want, you know, I want to record this song. Well, the name he was uh, using professionally was David Seville. Okay. Okay, is it ring a bell yet? Nope. Okay, well, the song that Jeff Davidson suggested was Witch Doctor. Oh, yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. He walks in and wants to do that. So he, he came in and did this crazy song, and it was a number one hit. I mean, it just totally pulled the label out of bankruptcy and turned him into a major hit again. And then he, came, he followed that up, and out of that, 
the chipmunks was born. Oh, wow. Okay? Oh, crazy. Because he had this crazy technique where you speed up his voice, you know. Uh-huh. And a lot of people said, well, the witch doctor was the first chipmunk song. Well, he said, no, it wasn't because there were no harmony vocals on that one. Mm-hmm. That came later when we started in the chipmunks. Wow. So uh, anyway. And he, how appropriate that we're in Theodore, Alabama this week. Oh, good thought. Right? Wow, I wish Alvin, I'd have thought that. Theodore, yeah, okay. I'll get it now. Okay. Anyways, the, the, the uh, chipmunks were named after Liberty Executives. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I think it was like, oh, I don't remember what their last names were, but uh, Bennett, uh, Warren Rocker, and Keep, respectively. All right? Okay. Uh, you want to talk about a suck-up. Yeah. <laughs> So Why anyway, not? Anyway, it, it, th- he went on and got so successful at that in the months leading to Christmas of 1958 that the uh, the Chipmunks first version uh, went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100, becoming the first Christmas record to reach number one on that chart and selling 4.5 million copies. Wow! Rather be lucky than good. Any <laughs> oh day. man! So it was just chance. I mean, this. So there's the whole connection now. Uh, working back. From uh, you know the Liberty Records story yeah. and how they almost went bankrupt, and how the witch doctor brought him back from bankruptcy. Cool. Enough said. This is David Seville uh, on his big hit uh, called Witch Doctor. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor he told me what to do. He says that. Doctor, you didn't love me true. I told the witch doctor, you didn't love me nice. And then the witch doctor, he gave me this advice. He said that. So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend the witch doctor, he taught me what to say My friend the witch doctor, he taught me what to do I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you Ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, walla-walla-bing-bang Ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, walla-walla-bang-bang Ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, walla-walla-bing-bang You've been keeping love from me just like you were a miser And I'll admit I wasn't very smart So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to say My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to do I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you, oh baby. Come on, man. <laughs> I remember oh, that brings back memories. You were only about four years old when oh, it came out, but yeah. you knew how to sing it, man. Oh, yeah. Everybody knew how to sing that. That was crazy. Yeah, good one. Thanks there, Jeff Davidson. Yeah, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate it, Jeff. We appreciate the tip. 
Okay, Roger, I believe it's your turn. I want to get us settled back down a little bit, man. This is some crazy stuff going on here. Um, and, you know, we like to feature local bands. Yes, we do. And uh, I've had this one sitting there for the longest time, and it's time to not wait any longer. Um, a local band called OJT. OJT. Organ Jazz Trio. Oh, man, Ken. Our pal Ken Laverne. Yeah, that, oh, that's a great band. Yeah. Now, they, you know, they're, they, he calls it a classic organ jazz trio by mixing old school Kansas City jazz with blues and a modern funky groove. And I tell you what, that's really a that good description. That is totally it. These guys are so smooth, each one of them. So um, Ken Laverne on Hammond Organ, Kevin Frazee on drums, and Brian Baggett on guitar, all of them are just top shelf top-notch stuff and and uh and and they are just um i don't know if the word is uh, un- uh understated you know they're just so good and that they don't have to push it yeah you know? yep but yep. they can push it too you know we miss ken a little bit well we miss ken he uh, ken was with uh three trails west uh, early That's right on. he was our yeah. original accordion player yeah yeah uh, but uh, but anyway, um, let's give this a listen. Uh, settle in. It's just an awesome groove. It's just classic um, organ jazz type stuff. And this one's called Big Cheese. Thank you. 
just smooth, man. Those guys are so cool. Never get tired. I, we ought to put a link uh, on the Derriere site. To, I'll do that. To teach them to OJT because, and they are they are big time in Kansas City now. Oh, you they, better they, believe it. Yeah, but they're also breaking out big time nationally. So you better believe it. Yeah. Good on them. Good guys. Well, I'm hey, Leo. I, it's my turn. Yeah, let's hear it. I didn't mean to. Okay, tell me whose turn is it? Whose turn is it? It's my. No, wait a minute. Okay, it's, go. It's my turn. I am going to feature Bette Midler. Oh, great. Okay, because we haven't had her on this show yet, I don't believe. Now, what, when I got to looking into her, I had a, a, a particular song I wanted to play to, and I chose her version. Okay, that's how I got here. Uh, I'm going to have, uh, have her sing a song called Twisted. Oh, okay. Which is a great jazz tune that we've heard from multiple, including Joni Mitchell and some other people. Uh, but she was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Her father, his name was Fred Midler. He worked at a Navy base uh, as a painter and a, and a house painter. And she was, here's an interesting thing, she was named after Betty Davis, although Davis pronounced her first name in two syllables, and Midler just goes by Bet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, fine distinction there. <laughs> so anyway, she, uh, she got a, a bit part in a 1966 film uh, called Hawaii as an extra. And she took the uh, money that she made from that movie, and she relocated to New York. Wow. All right. And that's a big change. And that's where her career uh, really took off. But this is one of those songs. uh, It was a a song by written by a guy named Wardell Gray in 1949. And it was written for saxophone Hmm. as a solo. And uh, in 1952, the piece was given the vocalese treatment by Annie Ross. Okay, sure. Okay, from Lambert Hendricks and Ross. So it's anyway, like we said, it's a genre of jazz uh, music where jazz lyrics were written for a piece that was originally for a solo instrument. And I tell you, she does a pretty good job of it and starts off a little funny rap. So enough said. This is Bette Midler doing her version of Twisted. How you doing, girls? Long time no see. Listen, I've been to the doctor lately. Honey, I was about $40 to hear that from that guy. My analyst told me that I was right out of my head. The way you described it, he said, you'd be better off dead than alive. I didn't listen to his job. I knew all along he was all wrong and I knew that he thought I was crazy but you know none oh no my analyst told me that I was right out of my head and sent him a treatment but I'm not that easily led he said I was the type that was most inclined and I would have decided to be I would have remained and need I was nuts no more if surrounds a book so no no they say as a child I Bananas, do you hear bananas? Oh, wait a minute, bring me another banana back, right, would ya? Oh, here she comes again. Oh, my analyst told 
said, Doctor, I think that it's you instead. Cause I got a thing that's so unique and new. It proves that I got the last laugh on you. Cause instead of one head, ooh, I got two. And you know, two heads are better than one. Honey, she is twisted. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy song anyway. Yeah, that and was fun. She, she did a nice job on it. She did a nice job. And, you know, I was looking at, uh, now, she she was famous for her um, part in a movie called The Rose. Right. right which was kind of a ta- take off on the Janis Joplin story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know, and uh, also in her high school yearbook, she was voted uh, most talkative. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, listen, I think uh, it's about I to... think we are out of time. We are out of time. Yeah, we need to go finish cleaning up and button things up and get ready to head out tomorrow. Oh, you know what? Oh, what? We got to figure out where we're going. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. l- oh. uh, let's see. Uh, let me get the map out. I think it's... It's, uh, it's, it's in the closet here, right? It is. Uh, uh, yeah. In okay. the back, in the back. There it is. Okay. Okay. Okay, let me got get it. it up on the wall. All right, good, okay, good, that's good. ready. Now, you, it's your turn to throw the dart. Where did we put the dart? It's in the spoon drawer, oh, that's remember? Right, we keep it in the spoon yeah, drawer. Be now. careful, it's sharp. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh, careful. There it is. Did you find it? Yeah. Okay, now get over there. You got to turn around three times. Uh, this, I hate this part. Okay, here right, goes. One, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. Looks like we're central. Really? Um, yeah, Seabert, Colorado. Colorado? Yeah, the uh, Shady Grove RV Park in Seabert, Colorado. Well, we've never been to Colorado. We've never been to Colorado well, on that trip. that will be fun. Well, that yeah. will be good. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. Well, we got to get packed up and get ready yep. to go. Well, it's been a fun show, and I can't wait till next week. i got a bunch of songs left over. Me too. I have yeah. several on my list we didn't get to this yeah. time. So. Well, that'll be good. So, um, you know, just uh, remember, folks, go to our website. You can pick up any of the old episodes of there and listen when you want to. But, and we post uh, links to some of the songs that we've been talking about. Yeah, we'll put there. a few things up there uh, for, uh, for you to take a look at. You so, bet. Uh, until then, uh, this is the Americana Roadshow on Truckers Radio USA. And remember, folks, look, look out behind, behind you. you. It's the Derriere!